So I have to say, woke up very happy this morning because I'm thrilled uh, with whose feast day it is. Uh, St. Alred, which I know many of you have a devotion to. Um, I know, I'm joking. Nobody has a devotion to him. Anybody here? Seriously, I do. Um, you know, I'm kind of crazy. Um, I think that's a psychological term. But, um, like, I love every day I say seven prayers to seven different saints because I need a lot of help. Um, and one of them that I, it changes a little bit, but almost always I say one to Alred. Uh, and the reason why is this. So you probably never noticed, but one of my gifts is to make acidic, smart alecky, um, uh, aggressive comments. So um, that's my gift. Um, and so like, let's say Warren, Warren is my friend. If Warren's my friend and his wife is harassing me, you let me know. I will come out and I, I'm really good at zingers. I'll do it. Teresa, I'm watching you. Um, like, that's my gift. The opposite of that gift is St. Alred. So St. Alred is a patron saint of friendship. Um, so like, I love his story. I love his gift. And because I am so <laughs> low in the tank of that kindness, um, I do pray a rosary for, or a Hail Mary for kindness, but I always, one of my seven saints is Alred who's a patron saint of, of uh, friendship. And uh, his story is this. He was uh, actually English, which I'm not really proud of. He was English, um, but uh, he, his father was a priest. Now, in the 12th century, priests um, could get married, right? But that's a time period that the Pope came out and... Um, uh, ordered all priests in one section of the church uh, to take the promise of celibacy. So um, not all priests in the Catholic Church. There's still about 20% of the Catholic Church still has married priests. But, and I know that's shocking because people think, oh, it's, um, priests are always taking vows of celibacy. No, it actually started, monks did, but not diocesan priests. Um, so, uh, in this time period, the Pope forces all priests to take the promise of celibacy. And part of the law was any son of a priest is not allowed to become a priest. So Alred, son of a priest, wasn't allowed into the priesthood. So he actually is gifted administrator. He goes to the court of King Dade of, of Scotland, becomes his administrator slash um, ambassador. And he visits this Cistercian, Cistercian monastery, and he falls in love with it. And so he becomes a monk. And then he's so competent that they ordain him a priest, and then later becomes an abbot. But his great insight was this, um, just on the power of friendship. And so when he redoes the monastery, um, he makes the monastery about friendship. That if you're going to join this monastery, we work hard that we look at each other as the source, uh, as brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit, one of the proofs of the Holy Spirit is that we love each other like brothers and sisters. So the odd part is, he writes this great treatise called something like Treatise on Spiritual Friendship. Um, and 
he has this line I think is very true where he says, you know, just because like you're a morally rigid person, you follow all the moral rules and regulations, how do you know that's just not your anger motivating you? That if you're moral because you rigidly like to follow the rules, he says you're no better than wild beasts. Uh, there's no great achievement there. To be moral because we're friends, that's a higher achievement. The Holy Spirit makes us friends. And if we're friends, then like, I can tell Karen, if I really love her as a friend, I don't, like all my friends, I have to be really honest, they're crazy. Um, and like, our friendship, we're allowed to say, Karen, you're a little crazy on that area. Does that make it, like, it's not done out of moral superiority or rigidity. It's because you love somebody. Um, and so his monastery, this sounds strange, was this place of great friendship, and it blossomed. Hundreds uh, flocked to this monastery to become monks. Um, they become monks all through Europe, so it was just this great time period. And there's another one of his theology of uh, spiritual friendship is that if you really become friends with somebody else, that is a moral development. Because he said, you know, and this is true in the Bible, he didn't know that, but um, in the Bible, you start out as an individual, but then when you grow in the grace of God, you become a community. That's a higher spirituality when we become tr a true community. So his monastery, and this sounds strange, became this place of great healing. So I want to repeat that, because a lot of times you'll read the story of saints and they'll say, oh, you know, Saint uh, Marilyn, she had the gift of healing. What St. Alred did was create this community that was so in love, in friendship, that the Holy Spirit miracles, healing miracles, just poured out of it. How'd you like to have that reputation about St. Pius? Not that, you know, Father Len has the gift of healing. St. Pius has the gift of healing. You belong to that community, and healings just pour out of our community, not because of a person, but a community. And um, the Henry VIII, when he breaks away from the Catholic Church, um, has Alred's uh, um, relics desecrated and the uh, uh, aquarium that his bones were in um, has that melted down. So in one sense, his relics were destroyed. But this is what I think. But really, he's such a great saint. His memory lives on. And his relics may be destroyed, but what he lived for, that Christ can make us true friends, I hope that lives in St. Pius. Um, I hope, St. Pius, that we become evolved to this community of loving friends. We care for each other. And then, once again, Christ like gospel, I think out of our community, healings may pour out. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. 
Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comments section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.